there, beautiful people. You're listening to Cast Ripple by Carla Berger from Cape Town, South Africa. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Cast a Ripple. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been very valuable to me a very, very good life-enhancing tool that can be used in meditation or throughout your day-to-day activities. And this life-enhancing tool is the mantra. The mantra can be used in so many different ways, and some people already use a mantra. They just don't know or understand exactly what a mantra entails. So a mantra is either a word or a sound repeated to aid concentration. This is seen in traditional Hinduism and Buddhism uh, meditation sessions where they use a word or a sound and repeat it in order to go into a deeper state of meditation. It can also be just a statement or a slogan that's repeated frequently. So before going on, I want to stop here just at the the whole concept as a mantra, as a sound. Because I mostly use a mantra as a, a slogan or a word or something that's repeated over and over and not so much a sound. But the sound part of the mantra or the sound part you can use the mantra for is also something that's very, very valuable and which I've experimented with, but more with listening to uh, music with mantra um, sounds in, not necessarily chanting them myself. But the idea of it all is that uh, a mantra is a vibration. If it's said as a sound it's a vibration so it's about a feeling it's about the energy it's about the intent that you put out when you use this mantra as a sound it's about and Satguru says this Satguru uses sound mantras creating a certain atmosphere in and around you so it's all about the intention and it's about the vibration so if you remember back um, to one of my previous episodes, I can't remember which one it was now, but it's about the um, chakras. There is a sound mantra for every chakra. So from your roots all the way through your spine up until your crown chakra, there is a sound that resonates with that chakra. And if you meditate on that sound, meditate either with music or when you hum it yourself you sing it yourself then that vibrational tone helps to open up that chakra so it goes from root to crown lum fum ram yum hum om So those seven sounds are the seven chakra mantras, sounds. And I've, I've found it beneficial because um, channels like Power Thoughts Meditation Club on YouTube, I've named them quite a few times. So if you haven't 
um, been to their site yet, please go check it out. It's fantastic. But they incorporate these sounds in some of their meditational and just, um, yeah, their meditations. They've got meditations, but they've also just got music. And then they incorporate those sounds in order for you to release some of those blockages in your chakras. Okay, so that's that's the first part of the mantra, just the sound part of it. Then when it comes to word or a statement, I've found that I use it in meditation and I use it in my day-to-day -day life. So in meditation, and this is what my course with Mind Valley taught me, Emily Fletcher, um, she was a very good teacher, even though it wasn't in person, it was through an app, but I, I really did learn a lot. Anyway, so in meditation, the word mantra can be used, or not the word, but a mantra can be used in order to kind of just go deeper into the meditation, to not get attached to your thoughts, to kind of latch onto the mantra and let that ride you down into a deeper, blissful meditation. Mantra is also, if you split those up into man and tra, man is mind and tra is a transport or a vehicle. So mantra also means mind, transport, mind, vehicle. So that's exactly also what I just said. You use a mantra in order to step away from your thoughts not ignore them not resist them your thoughts will always be there but instead of you focusing on your thoughts you'll be focusing on your mantra and you're going to use that mantra to go deeper and deeper into your meditation so i use the word one and i've explained this in my in my meditation episode cast ripple three as well so you're more than welcome to go and listen to that again where i explain the mantra and i explain also that um what i like to call anchor sense so the mantra is something that you say and think but there's more to it than that it's a feeling it's something you maybe see in your mind or you smell it or you can feel it somewhere in your body when you repeat and repeat that word, the word doesn't really mean anything. It's again, like Sadhguru said, it's the intent, it's the vibration. So the meaning of the word and the reason why you use that word isn't really as important as the intent um, of what you want that word to feel or to bring up in you or to sense so when I do meditation and I want to go deeper into meditation, I use the word one and I see myself falling through the word one over and over or stepping through the word one over and over again. Not necessarily hearing it, but visualizing. And eventually that just becomes like a feeling. It's this glow that you step through and through and through the the concept of one is just it's a concept of oneness as well so the word one is directly um, connected to your oneness with the universe 
and with energy and with everything around you. Okay, so that's how you can use a mantra in meditation. There are various other types of mantras for meditation you can use, but I've only, you can get your own personal mantra, like through a teacher, they give you a personal mantra that would be good for you specifically. But as I say, if there's a word that resonates with you or a slogan that resonates with you, like when I was in a lot of emotional pain, I used to focus on my chest, on my heart chakra. And I would say over and over again, uh, transcend from darkness to light, transcend from darkness to light, transcend from darkness to light. And again, this might sound very weird and voodoo-y, but it's the intent of the mantra. It's what you want to do with that energy, because the mantra isn't just words, it's an intention, and that intention is a thought, and that thought is an energy and you can do anything with energy so going through that transcend from darkness to light i visualized my heart being purged of all um, hurt and negative feelings or healing it so there's various ways that you can play around with it and i encourage you to do that and I also encourage you again to go um, see Power Thought Meditation Club. They are fantastic. Okay, so another story that I want to share with you is how you can use a mantra in your day-to-day -day life. So, I mean, there's this cute little video um, on the internet. I think it surfaced a week ago or so. I think it was actually on Ellen's as well. On Ellen's show because she just gets all of these videos with the cute little kids and then she randomly brings them up to a show when they've gone viral anyway so this little boy walking to school and I mean he's like grade R or something walking or not even grade R kindergarten walking with his bag and his bag is almost too big and um, his mommy or someone's filming him and he's just He's repeating to himself, I am smart, I am proud, I am friendly, I am loving, whatever it is that he says. And I just, he just repeats that and repeats that. And I get myself um, when I'm <laughs> in the morning, when I'm not a morning person, really, really I'm not. I, I've tried to be. And I, I do think it's in the mind sometimes. Um, but for me, it just seems so much... Yeah, it's, it's difficult for me to get up in the mornings. I love my bed too much. I love sleeping. Anyway, so in the mornings when I need to get up, and I don't even get up that early. Anyway, I'm like, you can do this. You've got this. You can do this. <laughs> but those are just words. Um, but it's the intent of those words. So the story that I want to share with you is just, it's a story 
or a situation I found myself in where I was reminded again of how powerful the mantra in day-to-day -day life can be and how powerful that is for your mindset and not even for your mindset, your physical capabilities, your mental capabilities, your emotional and spiritual capabilities. That mantra can do so much for you. And what it does is it just, it focuses your attention on what you're doing or what you want or what you need instead of focusing on those negative thought patterns that keep telling you that you can't do it that you're not good enough or um, you're being silly or there are so many other people that are doing this why should i all those things are it's kind of your ego's way of protecting you because your ego now likes to be safe it doesn't like to be threatened it doesn't like to be rejected or to fail or those kind of things your ego likes playing it safe and as much as your ego would like more your ego also doesn't like feeling threatened so whenever you do something that's um making you uncomfortable either emotionally physically or spiritually your ego wants you to stop because you're expanding and it doesn't want you to expand because if you expand too much, then you're going to kill your ego, which is actually what we want. Well, maybe, well, that's a debate for another day. Ego death. Um, yeah, I'll keep you posted on that. Otherwise, we'll be here for a while. Okay, so here's my story. I went bouldering so bouldering is not like rock climbing rock climbing is where you have the ropes and the stuff bouldering is where you don't have the ropes at all you just climb but this is in a place here in um, cape town called black uh, block 11 fantastic place to hang out and they've got these climbing walls so it's like indoors and they've got the climbing walls and the climbing walls have these um these color codes, so white is very easy, and then I think dark blue or dark pink is the, the yeah, I can't remember. The, anyway, there's color schemes from, from easy to difficult. Now, I'm not really good at this. I'm, I'm better than I was a few climbs back in my first climb, because you kind of, there's a thing to it, obviously. You need to kind of... You need to stay with your hips as close to the wall as possible um, because your strength is in your legs, not actually in your arms, although your arms do get pretty sore. And then you kind of need to just relax your arms. Your arms are just there to kind of hold you to the wall. They're not there to keep you up, to pull against gravity. That's your, your legs' job. So there was, it was a Friday night and every Friday they have these special courses that they put up and the courses don't have a, a particular grading to it. They, um, they're like medium grading. Um, and then if you reach the top, then you can get a free drink. So now everyone's done it and everyone I went with 
is much better with this thing than I am. And okay, I'm going to try it. So I go up and in the middle of the wall, I mean, the wall, it's, it's probably two stories. Is it two stories even? It feels like two stories. And for me, two stories are high. And I don't necessarily have an issue with height, although I I might have unveiled a new fear of mine during this whole expedition. Now I'm in the middle of the wall. The, the first few steps of the climb were, they were good. I mean, could figure them out not too bad but then you get to this these kind of three-dimensional blocks that stand out in the middle of the course and the 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 blocks that you have to hold on to the green ones are very small like there's like you can't even grab really it's just the tips of your fingers or the tips of your toes that can wiggle onto them so they are not uh, giving me any comfort and the last one the last one that you need to get to is way up top so I need to stretch through my feet on these both of them both of my feet on these little precarious stones and I have to stretch and reach with my one hand and you have to reach those so that only one foot actually remains on the little stone. The other one needs to lift for you to be able to reach. So there I am, stuck in the middle of the wall, and I get heart palpitations. Like, it was so bad. I was, like, freaking out. I was like, yo, I was bang. I was so scared. Um, and you get, you kind of freeze because you're in the middle and it feels so far down and it's so far up and your arms and your legs and everything is complaining because this is hard and what why are you doing this and you can't reach that that's too far and you're gonna fall and you're gonna break a leg and so many thoughts okay so I jump down then I try it two other times and the people down at the bottom try and guide me but I am hearing nothing like it's just it's just the thoughts in my head and I keep when I get to that point it's just that last stretch that I need to figure out but I can't because my feet don't feel like they have enough grip for me to just kind of let go of the wall and reach up and it feels like when I get to that point, gravity just kind of sucks on my body. It just wants me to fall. So I am continuously throughout this process very, very aware of my weight and gravity and how far down below or how high up I am. And I try it, I think, two or three other times. And I go sit, and I'm exhausted. I sit, um, and the others go about their thing, and I'm just kind of focusing on the wall and trying to figure out why this is so hard for me. Obviously, okay, I'm not 
an expert i'm not someone that climbs a lot but why do i have this fear why do i have this block that's preventing me from going for this last stretch so now i'm sitting there and this thought it's a thought but it's a thought with an intent just kind of pops up in my head and it just says be the wall and I laugh because it's it sounds ridiculous just be the wall I mean you're not the person on the wall you are the wall just be the wall and I'm like, okay all right I'll be the wall and I get up there again and I do like a first stretch my my hand kind of slides up and then I'm back down again and like okay all right and I start to freak out again and then this thought comes up again and says be the wall I'm like all right okay be the wall 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 and as my hand reaches up for that last stone I am the wall <laughs> there's no gravity I am the wall and it's like my hand just sticks to the wall it was amazing it's just that confidence the confidence the mantra gave me and the intent of that mantra and the feeling of that mantra I mean if I had said be the wall be the wall be the wall to myself but I didn't believe I was the wall, it wouldn't have helped. But I was the wall. I was the wall. And I reached up and I grabbed it and you have to tap with the other hand as well. And I did it. And I couldn't believe it. It was such a big moment for me. I know no one else really thought it was that great because everyone could climb so much oh well there was one that knew how much it meant to me but um yeah so in your everyday life there are situations where you can be the wall you can be anything that you want you can focus on anything that you want where focus goes energy flows and this is such a powerful it's a powerful thing and this is what the mantra is all about it's diverting your focus okay i think that's it for today i love myself some mantras i hope you guys can find value in it as well um please follow me on instagram b underscore a underscore ripple i'd love to see you and chat to you please send me a dm if you have time and then i will chat to you guys again in two weeks all right all my love bye